everybody. Welcome to the Bite Me Podcast. We talk about video games. This is episode 126. Thank you for sitting through whatever that was we were doing to get to this point here. Um, we were thinking. We were. Out loud. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is the worst kind of thinking. I know. When people are like, I'm sorry, I was just thinking out loud. Yeah, don't do that. Just shut up. Think to yourself. Once you've Tell put you all your thoughts. idea. Put your thoughts together. Collect them all. Put them in an like a, in, in, a, in order. And then presented to the class. Grade English class was like that, right? If only people would remember the things they learned. That's okay. Uh, my name is Adam West. I'm the Dylan, and Cliff is absent. Yeah, he is. He's doing doggy he care. Picked his dog up from emergency doggy scenario. It's a code bark, and dog is good. Dog I is think. fine now. Good. Dog is on the up, up Aww. and up. Did you ever play that dogs game on 3ds? Nintendo dogs. I've never played a Nintendo dogs. I kind of want to play it. I saw a dog coming back from our shoot today because we were shooting a commercial. Then I made the driver of the truck slow down as we passed the dog. So you could look at so the I dog could longer? Roll the window down. It was a cute dog. <laughs> Doggo. Oh, well, aside from talking about dogs and, and philosophical stuff, we talk about video games and news. This week we have some stuff to talk about on the front of the new Nintendo Switch models that are coming out. We've got some info on that. What? Seriously. Uh, Fortnite developers at Epic are working a whole lot to keep up with the demand of everybody's obsession with this game. No. I know. (laughs) Uh, More bad news for everybody out there who's playing and or loves Anthem. Right? Wow, this is surprising. So Apex Legends came out of nowhere, was this massive thing, and now it seems like nobody's really streaming it anymore. Hmm. That's crazy. Uh, Sea of Thieves anniversary update is coming in less than a week, and we have got some info on that. (laughs) Plus questions as well as some cheap free games and another round of this or that from Eddie Spaghetti. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like that? Do you like my little... It's interesting. My reactions? Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the actual this or that. Yeah. Does that that increase the value of our news tease? um, To give like an audible emote? Yes. Okay. I say yes. Cool. It means that you're maybe listening or you're just waiting for some dead space to fill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do we have the list of the names that we need? No. Ah. But they didn't change. So you think. Okay. So we're going to go from memory and we hope this works. We're going to do it. Um, but before we get to that, we always start with what we're playing. And should we talk about what Cliff's playing? Yeah. <laughs> Cliff is playing Heaven's Gate some more. Is Wait, that, that's not that's actually not, what it's called. That's not the game. That's he even the cult. wrote it down. That's the cult. <laughs> it's Heaven's Vault. <laughs> he has screwed this up every time, and he even wrote it incorrectly in the notes. That's funny. So, if you're wondering, Heaven's Gate was a cult. It was a thing. They did some stuff. There are still people out there who believe it, but that's not what Cliff is playing. He's not playing... He's playing. Heaven's he's not playing Let's Vault. Drink the Kool-Aid. He's playing Heaven's Vault. <laughs> and he's also playing Spec Ops The Line. Do we know what that is? That's an older game. Oh, okay. I believe. That's fair. Well, uh, that's what Cliff's playing, and when he <laughs> returns next week, he'll tell you all about it. Yeah. And we'll see if he makes it out of the cult alive. <laughs> um, are you playing anything? Uh, I played a little bit of Rainbow Six Siege. Mm-hmm. Um, that's mostly what I played. As new operators, new maps, anything? Uh, I haven't tried the new the new stuff. I have played a little bit on the new map. I liked it. Um, kind of getting the hang of that game again after not playing it a while. They changed some of the controls around a little bit, like default. Like, you used to, like, click the button to use your thing, and now you click the button to ready your thing, and then you use the thing. Like, whether that be your barbed wire that you put on right. the ground, or you uh, put a charge on the wall to blow the wall up or whatever. So mm-hmm. kind of getting used to that. Which I think is helpful in a way, because now you don't have to hold the button until you're ready, so you can actually ready it until you're, like, in the right spot. Okay. Minor detail, I guess. Um, I don't know how long ago they did that, but I just noticed it now, after playing, not playing in a while. Um, But I got my uh, office game area more organized now, I got the computer out there, so I'm ready to, to play... More actively, I uh, watched Vinny stream Sea of Thieves for a while last night as I was, like, organizing and stuff, which was nice, and um, was kind of trying to be active on the chat and stuff, and uh, 
he has this thing where you can request songs, which is just magic. You put exclamation point SR for song request, and then you just put the name of the song and by whoever it is, and it just magically goes in this queue. It's magic. I don't even understand. Is it a Spotify thing? I don't I don't know. The That's thing cool. just like looks it up and adds it to the queue. So I could just play obnoxious music while I stream. <laughs> so so how does that work? So how can I you don't s- know. Yeah, like well You like, technically can't. No, it's completely illegal. Well, but no one cares. Like that's evidently. I, I, it drives me crazy that there is it's like we do so many completely illegal things that just go uncared about for so long that they just become okay right to do i mean it's not it's only illegal i guess if someone tells you to stop um the same way like if they decided they don't want you to stream their games they can tell you no the same way that they could tell you to stop streaming music or whatever Uh Um, but technically yeah you are not supposed to do that Hmm. Um, anytime someone is playing music in the back of a stream i guarantee that's illegal but um you need to speak I'm being loud. <laughs> um, well, so I was just talking for a really long time that's while okay. I was shooting. So <laughs> oh, my, yeah. I'm voiced out from directing a human for two hours. <laughs> Fun. Um, so I've been trying to finish up Far Cry New Dawn. I'm still kind of working on that. Yeah, it's and it's I like it. I'm not burned out on the whole Far Cry thing because I, I went pretty hard on that for like a solid two weeks. So I'm just kind of slowing down on it a little bit. And over on the Switch side of things, I picked up Xenoblade Chronicles 2 when that was sort of on sale, I think, a couple of weeks ago or a month or so ago. Um, I grabbed that. So I've been kind of just piddling around with that. And it's really, really good. Um, I know that it's a giant game. It's a big one to bite off. Uh, like there's a lot to do. It's a very, very RPG E RPG. Mm-hmm. So, but I really like it. The voice acting is kind of odd. Everybody has this really weird somewhere from the UK accent. I don't quite get it. It's Britland. Yeah, maybe it, United Kingdom. Yeah, somewhere. I'm not. I'm not sure exactly. Where, but the voices. I mean, they It's just really, really odd to hear these types of voices come out of these characters but the game is fun the battle system is really really cool and engaging um i i like the idea of your all these worlds that you're visiting and all these lands that you're visiting are legitimately you're on the back of a giant creature yeah so that's really really cool and i'm learning how to use the blades and all the different the xeno blades yeah the blades and gears or Chronicles. whatever they're called so but yeah i like it so that's fun um <clears throat> Excuse me. I've also been. What else did I play? I totally spaced what I've been playing. I don't recall. But yeah, um, I have been picking up a bunch of little games every like once a week now. I'm kind of going through the Nintendo eShop on the Switch, and mm-hmm. anything that's under three dollars, I give a look see at and just kind of watch the trailer, or check out any reviews that might be there. And I'm spending like maybe two or three dollars just randomly here and there on random kind of games just to fill things up and have stuff to do. So I like randomly spending money on frivolous things. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite things. Yeah. But you need to have the money to spend it. Yeah. So that's why I'm, that's why I'm aiming for like the, that two to $3 mark. Yeah. It's good. It's, yeah. It's I like to expensive. be able to just buy a candy bar in the mm-hmm. form of a game sometimes. Yep. Um, we also played the let's put floors in a house video game, yeah, but it wasn't done. a video game. The last time we played, let's take them out. Yeah, yeah, and then that was we played fun. Put them down, mm-hmm. which is more satisfying. Oh yeah, um, and it looks good. Oh yeah, and it's uh, it's also more satisfying knowing that you probably did it backwards, but it still looks just as good. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> I was taught. So if you're not friends with me on Facebook, because I posted a way more about it than I should, just because it's it's a very it cool. cool thing it was for a me. Yeah. It was a big deal. Yeah, big deal. We ripped the floors up in my house, and then the floors came from that place where I purchased them. I won't mention their name because I'm not very happy with them at the moment. Yeah, they were kind of skunk butts. Yeah. Um, but so we've been putting the floors in, and we weren't quite sure, well, does it point this way or does it point that way? We thought we got it right, and for all intents and purposes, it like— It doesn't really make it doesn't a matter. lot of a difference, except when you think about it really hard. It, You're like, it oh, makes that- a little—it like makes 51% sense one way and 49% sense— <laughs> sense the other way uh-huh. so 
Um, and yeah, it probably would have been maybe a little easier the other way, but regardless, it went. It, the flooring is in. We have maybe a, a ten square foot area left, and that's mainly because there's a refrigerator there, and it takes more than one person to move it. Yep. So what are we're we going to finish that today. Woo! That. And then I'm going to play. Let's put the baseboards in, like this Yay! weekend. I think so. That'll be fun. All right. So that's what we're playing. If we're not playing something you think we should be playing, please drop a note in our Discord or leave a comment uh, in the Facebook group for us, and we will check it out or on Twitter. Yeah. So, yeah. So do that. And also make sure wherever you're listening to us, make sure you um, just kind of follow our podcast wherever you listen to us. Uh, just click the little button, follow us along. That makes sure that way you're made sure. Let's try that again. That way you can make sure not to miss a single episode of this um, incredible podcast and make sure you rate us and review us too. That helps. Um, also, patreon.com slash bite me podcast. You can show your support there as well. Starting at $1 a month, you get all kinds of fun discord colors and avatars and stuff and things access to all of our shows. As soon as they're posted, you don't have to wait for that. And also special invites to uh, special shows and uh, some cool stuff in the discord. Right? Stuff and things. Yeah. And you can support us as a producer and you get all of that plus uh, we say your name on every show and say thanks. Cliff usually says it. Cliff usually does. Because he has a list. And we have our memory? Yes. Are we going to do this? Yes. Okay. So, thanks to our producers. Who are um, Alan Schulte. Mm-hmm. Usually, I think his name comes up early because it starts with an A. <laughs> See what I'm doing here? I'm stalling. That's okay. So, there's uh, Alan Schulte. Yep. There is... Um, Let's go with Jack Irish. Jack Irish. Mm-hmm. Joe Coleslaw. Joe Cole Jr. Um, if we want to use his real fake name. Right. Austin Palmer. Um, Austin Austin Palmer. Mm-hmm. Tom McDermott. I love that. I love that name. Um, Tom McDermott the Frog. It's Dylan McDermott the Frog. That's what I, I don't know. Kermit McDermott? Yeah, frog. I don't know. <laughs> McKermit? Uh, Kevin Schold. Yes. We said Alan Schulte. Yes, we did. <laughs> this is going very, very poorly. <laughs> I think. And Vinny, right? I feel like there's more than that. Who did we miss? I think that's it. You know, when Cliff's not going to be here, we really need we to. probably should have counted. Yeah. But we didn't. You know, so this is going to be one of those episodes where... If we didn't say your name, even though there's literally a computer right in front of us, I don't know how to get to the. We don't have passwords, so it doesn't do matter. That. Cliff is the guy, so Cliff is the man. If you have any problems with how we just did that segment, text Cliff. <laughs> text him, message him, DM him, whatever. Complain to him. He will he hook didn't you up with something to make it better. <laughs> if he remembers to send it to you. So there's that. Uh, anyways, patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Thank you for uh, sitting through that while we figure Send it out. Send a self-addressed <laughs> stamped envelope to uh, Yeah. I get back to you. Yeah. Um, all right. So there is that. Thank you, everybody, for your support and for still listening. Yeah. Uh, we have a few things to talk about. Uh, they've made the headlines. Headlines are commonly referred to as news. That's the thing. I tried to. To do something <laughs> like dynamic a there, so kinda. we'll see if it kind of works. I yeah. don't know. We'll see. Let's, well, let's we'll see. do it. Um, so we've heard a lot about it. Uh, the rumors started, I want to say, middle of last year. Um, upgraded switch hardware possibly in the works. What? Well, it's basically confirmed. Um Sort of. So a cheaper Nintendo Switch model is reportedly going to be launching sometime in or by June. So that means That's possibly, soon. yeah, in the next month and a half or so, um, near my birthday, June 13th, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, um, a new a Switch new will switch be available. Birthday. Hmm? Give me a new Switch for my birthday. Right, I mean, I, I don't need a new Switch. But I want one. I mean, it'd be, it'd be super, super nice. But um, according to a financial report by Bloomberg, a small excerpt suggests that a cheaper Switch model could be coming very, very soon. Uh, a more powerful version is not necessarily in the works, according to uh, this article. But some details on the more powerful version. Like, there's details out there. They're just not 
all that prevalent. Uh, the newsworthy part of it, though, is the upgrading the existing model of a switch with a more modest upgrade, a smaller uh, kind of thing. Do you think that they should be releasing like the low powered one alongside the high powered one that's supposed to be rumored? Do you think that they should stagger it out? I don't know. It's interesting. I, I guess it depends if the lower end model replaces the current model. See, I don't think it's going to, I think the, my thought process would be the lower end model is they're going to replace the 2D, uh, the DS line of handhelds. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't think there makes sense to have three though, unless it is that vastly different of a system. Right. Like if it is an all in one kind of thing that, that lacks all the features that made the switch what it is, which I don't understand why they would do that. Mm-hmm. Um, then maybe, but it seems like they would just make the affordable option replace the current one and then have a higher performance one. But Right, I guess, like, I think the lower-end one would... Well, but think think about it. Like, the lower-end one is rumored to not have detachable Joy-Cons. Right, it's, um, just, it's silly to me. I just don't get it. Right. I So, yeah, I still think... I think that the lower-priced one, the lower-powered one, is going to be yeah. replacing those DS lines, like the 3DS, right. 2DS. Even though that new 2DS, the clamshell 2DS, just cool. came out, like, yeah. two years ago, if that. Yeah, if it's meant to be a switch on the go, so it's, like, not meant to be docked or anything, then I guess it kind of can have... It, it can be its own thing, mm-hmm. even though it seems kind of strange. But the whole point but, of a switch is to be able to dock it. Right, it was it was to be able to switch. Like, it's yeah. supposed to be this versatile thing, so when you take that versatility away from it, it just doesn't really make a lot of sense Is it to just me, the itch? Which is why I would... <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I... Would expect that they would just give us two models because I can't imagine a world where you need three models that are all fifty dollars apart because it just makes you say, "Well, I could get this low end one, but it's just fifty more dollars if I get this higher end one." Mm-hmm. But then it's just fifty more dollars to get the highest end one. So why don't I just get that one? So just cut out the middleman and just have two or one version of it. So do you think though that what if when they release these two, but let's say by the end of the year there are three switch versions, switch models out there in the mm-hmm. wild. The one in the middle, I feel like would probably just disappear. They would just right, that one's going to go away yeah. at some point. Cuz it's got the it's got the bad like right, I know it doesn't a lot make of sense cuz they're going to make either both of these are going to be more efficient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So totally. why would you get the middle old one? Yeah. You wouldn't. Yeah, they'll phase this one out, the new lower-powered one. You'll still be able to dock it. You won't have the detachable Joy-Cons. But basically, I think anybody who's going to buy that lower-priced or that lower-powered one, they're already going to be Switch owners, so they're already going to have Joy-Cons. And when they phase this one out, you know, well, I mean, they'll they'll be set. They'll be able to do it. Yeah. So And the DS line, obviously, that's going to go bye-bye. Yay, speculation. I know, right? All of our news is completely unfounded. Kind of. Uh, so anyway, so there's that. Keep an eye out for the new Switch model, possibly landing in stores sometime on or before June. Yay. Yay. All right. I'm sure you've heard of this little game called Fortnite. It might be one of the biggest games in the world. It might have a massively large following on all the streaming platforms, and everybody plays it, including my little nephew, who insists on playing. He always wants me to get online, and he's got to show me all these cool things that he's made, uh-huh. and all these things, and all these little islands or lands or whatever. And I don't understand Fortnite. I I've legitimately <laughs> taken out one person in any game that I've played, and it was on my phone. So, yeah, Fortnite is lost on me. I I mean, I get it. It's just not my thing. However, uh, there are developers at Epic Games working 70, even 100-hour weeks just to keep up with Fortnite and keeping the content going because that thing is just, I mean, it's massive. So the content has to come from somewhere. So to sum up, basically, what this is saying is, Fortnite is endlessly being patched, as a lot of games are these days, mm-hmm. and there's just a stream of content constantly. So uh, someone has to make this content, right? And that can equal 70 to 80-hour work week. Some people as high as 100. Um, and a lot of people are a lot of people apparently are doing this. Um, my question is kind of if the trend of video games is this direction, like that is going to like. It's just going to get worse mm-hmm. um, because there's such an expectation for games to constantly be updating rather than having 
uh, fewer, bigger updates or even like the game's done, move on. Um, right. These these ongoing games are going to have to have that those kind of persistent hours worked and whether you'd get more people to do it so everyone has less hours or i mean this um no it doesn't really i mean it doesn't there's not a whole lot of details of to like what this actually is is like mm-hmm. i mean i don't know at some point you kind of got to stand up and be like i'm not doing that i'm gonna go home um if you're getting overworked but um i just i, I just have to wonder like games like this it's such a basic concept that you would think that the the draw and the hook would be it's this rinse and repeat thing. Like you drop in, you play this game, you maybe make it to the end, you right. maybe don't. Then you go, then you go back to the lobby and you go back and do a new game. And it's a constantly changing game as far as that goes. Yeah. You would, wouldn't you think that would be enough for most players? Like I think by the inclusion of all these different skins, all these different little challenges and stuff, da 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 da. Like couldn't. I I don't know. I just feel like a battle royale game should legitimately legitimately just be you drop in, right. you grab some stuff, and you try to make it to number one. I kind of hadn't thought about that at times. Of are they over updating? Like, are they spending too much time making this game fresh constantly? Because um, I think you do have a core audience of people that are playing this constantly, mm-hmm. and sure, like I'm sure they like. Absolutely. Um, but what, who, what does the average player look like? And maybe they have researched this ad nauseum to figure out what is best and maybe what they're doing is best for business. Mm-hmm. And they're making money, obviously. Clearly. So I hope these people are getting compensated and they're not on salary. And hopefully they're getting compensated for working twice of what a normal human generally does <laughs> in this expected 40-hour workweek world, which is absolutely bananas in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's a whole other conversation. But um, I think... There is a chance that you're doing stuff that isn't actually acknowledged by a lot of your player base. Um, And, like, of course, there's certain events and things. Like, having holiday events is cool. Like, that's always cool. But to me, like, when I play Overwatch, I'm not—it's a very different game. But it it seems like every month it gets a patch. Not not every day, not every week even. It's—sure, there's there's some fine-tuning of characters, and then every couple months they add a— new character um and that seems perfect because you can enjoy the game at that pace and it doesn't i don't know are they are they afraid that it's going to get boring and dull i don't know because it doesn't seem like the game itself changes that much um yeah that's the thing it's the same the core game is the same and sure they've added the little golf course area or whatever and then they blew up the one part of the map and like those that's cool that stuff is cool but it's not something that has to frequently be always evolving right. and maybe maybe spending more time in launching a different map or I don't know, like maybe there's other ways to keep getting new content without having to be this constantly updated patchy world. And I, I, I wonder what exactly all those patches are like, are they constantly balancing? Are they constantly they're, I mean, they're doing lots of things, and when you play Fortnite, you do notice how polished it is. That's oh, yeah. for sure. You can't take away from what these people are doing. They've made a fantastic game. Whether you enjoy it or not, it is one of the most finely tuned, like, smooth experiences when you jump in and play it, and you're like, well, that went off without a hiccup. Right. Um, whereas off the back of PUBG, like, I can't play that game anymore because it seems so... I've not, I it, almost picked it, it up the other night just to see what it was like still. I was even talking to uh, another buddy, and he... Uh, kind of moved over from PUBG to Apex, and now he's kind of getting burnt out on that a little bit. But now he can't play PUBG anymore because it's just so he janky. played a polished game. And right. you're like, it, it it opens your eyes to like what it should be, and mm-hmm. then you play a game that's just not quite that. And so my uh, advice is, PUBG players, don't <laughs> don't veer from the path. Stay where you are because it's, like, yeah, it's fun. It's fun like until it. you until you taste something outside of that. So. <laughs> Um, so anyway, back to the epic, uh, working conditions, basically these up to hundred hour work weeks. Uh, if you remember when Bioware was working on Anthem, which they're still clearly working on, um, and Rockstar was developing Red Dead Redemption 2, there were reports of, you know, 70, 80, hundred plus hour work weeks as well. So this isn't new necessarily, but then it also makes me say or question like back to what you said. Are they putting too much into these patches? Are they putting too much into these games? Because don't get me wrong, like the Division 2, love that game. The first Division, love that game. 
Red Dead Redemption 2, not my cup of tea, but I can I can appreciate what that game is. But all the world building that goes into that with all the audio logs, with all these little things, these cell phones, yeah. or these all these tiny, tiny little things, which are fantastic and really, really add to it, to the story that is kind of there. Is that necessary? Because I know a lot of work goes into that. Right. Record, producing those elements that are, you know, auditory and then placing them in the world and creating all this stuff around it and then tying it all together. Like some of that, I think it's amazing, mm-hmm. but is it necessary? Because exactly how many people right. who play that game ever find go through and specifically look for this? Right. I know there are completionists out there that do it, and right. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but to what degree does, does it, it happen? And does that equate yeah. to people needing a 70, 80... 100-hour work week. It's interesting. It's kind of like, I mean, you think of like a film auteur, for example, someone who has this passion project. And that could very much be what some of these games are. They have this vision of what to include in these games because it's their passionate thing that they're doing, These whoever is leading this game. And then there's also probably some sort of, I want to add value to this game, so we're going to put more stuff in it than you need to. But it, but it kind of reminds me of even doing things around here at a radio station, right? How much you write a script and someone's going to change two words on you. You're like, how much do you think those two words make that much of a difference? Yep. Um, and sometimes it, it does make a lot of a difference and sometimes it doesn't. But like, I, I'll tell you, I've never listened to an audio log in a game that didn't autoplay when I picked it up. <laughs> I've never gone back and read, read a journal. Right. Like... I enjoy games a lot. I could care less about that stuff because it really doesn't, it doesn't really immerse me anymore in the game. I'm sure there is cool world to experience when you go and read those, but I honestly don't care at all because that's not the fun I get out of the game. Right. That's not the core experience. I, go, I can go read a of book. Of those games in particular. Ultimately, Mario is way more fun than all those games and I'm just jumping on Goombas <laughs> and, and jumping through a course. But in reality, like Mario is more fun than Destiny. And I don't have to read a book. I don't have to go read these books to figure out what's going on. Like, I know what's going on. I'm rescuing Peach from Bowser and jumping on Goombas. Like, that is all I need to know. And the game is ultimately more fun. Yep. I'm having more fun playing this game. I agree. Um, So I think think there is an amount of content that is lost on its audience. And not to say that is the problem, because it's not the problem. Mm -hmm. But it could be part of how much is going into these other areas of a game that ultimately might not make as much of a difference as if people just went home on time yep, and got a good night rest yep, yep, and yep. came back and were excited about working. Could you imagine how much, and not that, not that it's bad, but could you imagine even just what difference, how different the experience of like Fortnite or Anthem or any of these other games could be if the creators the developers that were working on it were well rested and were super right. happy. Don't get me wrong, I'm sure a lot of them are really proud of what they made and, oh, and yeah, happy absolutely. with what they did. But it doesn't matter how hard you work and how long yeah. you work on something, like the Sleep end product is still, is still rewarding. <clears throat> but at the same time, like you wonder like if you just did forty hour work weeks and everyone went home on time, mm-hmm. how much how much different do you think the game would actually be? Yeah. Because I mean there's a lot of studies out there and I don't we don't need to go too far down this but like how much how productive you can actually be in a week and like i guarantee if we sent everyone in our office home after 32 hours i guarantee you'd get the same amount of work done oh absolutely there in few cases sure there's certain things that happen that need to be right um addressed when they come up but in reality i bet you could cut eight hours off your week and nothing would change because you're you would just adjust to it the same way as you lay off three people in the office and you're like how are we ever going to get along without those people and then you just absorb it and it and it becomes just the way it is yeah, and that, that can work the other way around sure you might work harder off the bat but in reality your schedule is just gonna fluctuate yeah. and adjust around it and, and you'll you're have gonna more get time on. for yourself to do the things that you want right yeah. so it's yeah that's another conversation Blech. yeah which is a conversation that should be had by everybody and their bosses all right. Um, if you are one Next. of the people, if you're playing Anthem, I am still not a person playing Anthem because I was so, 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 so turned off by the... Everything? Well, no, I was just turned off by the by the both demo weekends that I am not probably going to pick this up until it's extremely, extremely cheap or extremely, Better. extremely compelling. And it sounds like Anthem's biggest upcoming features, which might have been compelling enough for me to pick it up, are all being delayed until God knows when. 
And I don't even think God knows. Um, so according to a Reddit post, Anthem's lead developers uh, revealed a whole lot of things that are coming, but they won't be arriving on time. Have well, you touched- that's not good. No. Like, you would think that a game of they this size... They were slipped on the banana, and now they're like... They can't stop. Yeah. Like, they slipped on a banana and landed on, landed on like, a, a, a puddle of grease. Okay. <laughs> and they're just sliding. Anthem is, is a case of the did not set proper expectations for what they wanted and what they could achieve. Seriously. That's just all it is at this point. Because if if you're now delaying the content that you really need to give your fans of this game, then you just your your big picture is way too big for what you're you're mm-hmm. actually able to deliver. And it, I mean, it's unfortunate. And yeah, well, and they before the game had even launched, they had laid out a ten year promise right. of backing it a roadmap and da 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 like you have to be you would think that if you're going to say we're going to back this game for 10 years we're going to push content for this game it's going to be there for you for the next 10 years period and I'll be before it's even out there you should have had something clearly you should have two years ready oh my god at least at least but um, a lot of the things that they were saying were even going to arrive this month in April. It's nearly the end of the month, and they're just now still saying it's not going to happen. Um, what else? What, what are some of the things that they were going to do? Things like uh, guild support, leaderboards. Leaderboards? Uh, also, like free play events. There were going to be these free play events that kind of uh, changed the world. Uh, it does. I mean, I don't know if that means physically, like... Like you're in different areas or like yeah, different expands the world. I don't know things, but um, those were supposed to show up in like a weekly rotation of things to do. But they're not there. They're not going to be there anytime soon. They're not even saying whether or not they're going to be there at any point soon. So, uh, yeah, and Anthem obviously is dwindling. Not a lot of people are. Not as many people are still playing it as we're playing it. Um, which is sad. Because it looked so promising. It looked so cool. It was like, it's Destiny meets Iron Man meets, yeah, I wanted to play it real bad. But they botched the demo. Kind of botched a lot of stuff. So, But I know people are playing it. I know people like it. And I'm not saying you shouldn't. If that's what you like and that's what you enjoy, good for you. I'm glad somebody is enjoying this game because it did look good. And we can all cross our fingers and hope they get it together and it becomes the game that it, they, I hope they pull a Destiny. I really do. Yeah. I, mean, I hope if you keep at it, you can turn it around. Yeah. I hope that within the next year, they release an update or they release a, a, a DLC or something that basically reignites everybody's excitement for that game because it does look good. Um, another game that is kind of starting to fall off people's radar is a game called Apex Legends. came out of nowhere earlier this year, and it looked looked great. Looks a lot of fun, like a lot of fun. I know people who play it, and it's a lot of fun. It's starting to get picked up for a lot of esports stuff. Um, so it's still popular, but in just a month, stream views for Apex Legends dropped by 75%, which yeah. is a lot. It's interesting. With this hair on my microphone, sorry. It's oh, that's okay. Like, poke, <laughs> like looking me right in the eye. It's just very distracting. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so Respawn, of course, the studio behind behind the Titanfall games and the upcoming Star Wars Jedi The Fallen Order, they, out of nowhere earlier this year, dropped a free-to-play um, kind of squad-based battle royale. Yeah. Uh, it's really cool, and the systems are really cool. The way it works is really good. It was super, super polished right out of the gate. Nobody was expecting it, and there have been nary a hiccup or anything with the way it plays, the way it works. It's been really good. But over the last month, uh, 75% of stream views on that game yeah. dropped. It peaked at just over... 40 million-ish. Wow, really? Hours watched in a single week, and now it's down to 10. That's insanity. And uh, Fortnite is trending around 20. Like, it, it was below it in February and then has come up above it. So um, that's why Fortnite is a juggernaut, because it kind of just remains steady. I think it, it has grown to such an astronomical number, and it's staying there. Mm-hmm. Um, seems like some of the initial excitement of the something else syndrome, which is when <clears throat> something else comes along, and people oh, totally. uh, they just rush to it, and now that's dropping off. But, I mean, if it ends up 
staying at ten million, that's still that's a. Still I mean, it's still a. It, that still could be a huge game if it doesn't keep falling. Right. Um, and that's just people watching it. But so, I was going to say it's because clearly, like it's it's like okay, everybody yeah. tuned in for the Roseanne reboot, right? And then you know, two weeks later, just. <laughs> It was still doing okay, but people but it wasn't like, what yeah, that initial what excitement was. was. Um, and I, I'm curious to see what and maybe what this is like. What other causes could this be? I haven't watched enough of the game, nor have I really got the chance to play it yet. Uh, my buddy, who was kind of not as into it as he used to be, was playing it a lot, and he he kind of just said it was hard because it it's so much. There's so much more going on in it than. PUBG or Fortnite, like those are very simple games. Mm-hmm. This game came out and was like, we're doing something kind of crazy. Um, and I think that's why I ultimately like tried to play um, some of the other, like the Call of Duty one. And mm-hmm. they just like, they were different. They were faster. They were this or that. And maybe those aren't the things that people like watching. Like mm-hmm. maybe Fortnite is exactly what people want to watch. Um, and maybe because it's squads, maybe people aren't as interested in watching three people squads play like it doesn't have that same feel of like i am the one person playing fortnite and i'm going to go win this exactly um, game so maybe maybe there's just a little bit of a different dynamic between audience and the player in this case so um yeah i don't know there could be other other things i still am very interested to check this game out and i do want to play it um it just happens to be by the time i was ready to play it um other people were kind of like moved on yeah we're going back to fortnite so (laughs) <laughs> That's the way it is sometimes. Or, or, and now here's an idea. Maybe a lot of those Apex Legends players have started playing Sea of Thieves. Yeah. In preparation for the new uh, anniversary update happening on, what, the 30th of this month? Probably not. I don't think the Apex Legends crowd went over to Sea of Thieves Maybe to not. see that. But um, This hey. is definitely the crowd I want to get back into, though, because even oh. just watching Vinny last night, like it's just there's yeah. there's so much more in the game now too Good. there's just so much more going on like i saw the megalodon Vinny fought that there's i mean there's like glowing cannonballs and like i didn't even know all the stuff that was there there's like the rowboats now so it's like there's so much more in that game a mm-hmm. game that i really enjoyed before but like everything you want to see is just like they're adding just new stuff like hey you got a rowboat now you got a rowboat now. Oh, there's a big shark in the water. Like, right, because when uh, we played it, because the last time I played it was quite literally that time me and you right, and Vinny like, played it. And I'm like, okay, I don't know if this is for me. But I watched this um, trailer for the anniversary update. It's called Tall Tales Shores of Gold. Um, and that's coming on April 30th. It's free with Xbox Game Pass or if you play on the Xbox uh, One. Uh, yeah, if you play on Xbox One or Windows 10 PC. Um and I saw the trailer for the, the expansion, and I thought it was really, really cool. So since I've gone way over my limit on my Comcast, uh, my Xfinity data, <laughs> and I have to pay for it anyway, or it's free right now anyway, I'm just downloading as much just as I can, including like all 500 gigs of Sea of Thieves. Right. So yeah, so that's downloaded, and I'm going to jump back into it when this um, yeah. When this happens. Yeah, I was thinking I was going to boot it up and just kind of reacquaint myself with the game um, and kind of get used to it again. Um and and start playing this again because I I think it might be what I want to do. Right oh, now, totally. So. Do you know if they ever added like a third person perspective to the game? Because that's that's, that's what you don't like the first person. Yeah, because the first person, especially in this one, like the field yeah. of view is so tight, or at least right. I feel like it is, just because of probably the uh, like the art style and the yeah. aesthetic of the game. It just seems a little too in your face and, and mm, I claustrophobic. I I don't mind the first person, but I think the first person when it comes to combat doesn't feel good to me and that's Mm -hmm. part of the reason i don't like the combat i don't think third person would fix the combat by any stretch of the imagination probably but i think um it the first person doesn't really help at that point and that's the one thing i really want them to kind of polish in this game is when i have to fight things i just want that experience to feel a little bit better and then i'm i'm super sold on this so yeah because it always felt super like super loose and super Uh, yeah it just didn't what it it didn't feel like it mattered and yeah. that kind of bummed me yeah. out is like the fights you would have, like you would have these epic encounters with other pirates and stuff. But when you actually like were swinging cutlasses and shooting people with flintlock pistols, like that kind of didn't feel good. 
And that was a bummer because the other parts of the encounter were so epic. Like you're jumping off a ship and you're blowing holes and trying to sink them and patching yours. And then they board you and then you whack them a few times and then they end up spawning back on your ship. And like, 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 and it didn't feel good when you were actually fighting them. So you Mm. would have to like kind of do this until someone kind of gave up. And sometimes that wasn't always a good experience, but if there were, if they made that a little bit more fun, um, then well, who knows? Maybe with this, yeah. maybe this will uh, be the thing. Um, so, some of the key features that are coming, according to Xbox's uh, Sea of Thieves page, uh, Tall Tale, Tall Tales: Shores of Gold is going to have nine story-driven adventures um, in the shared world of Ooh. Sea of Thieves, which is kind of cool. Like that was one of the things that I didn't like is there was literally like no real right. direction or no matter for what you were doing. It was like, I'm going to go get this chest, take it back, get my stuff and go do something else. So, so that's a big up- update. Mm-hmm. Like that's Nine. a big deal to add something that the game doesn't even have. Yeah. Or at least we don't know if it currently has because neither of us has played it. Right. Either. Well, I mean, I don't, it doesn't have any more of that than there. Like the same kind of, you do the same kinds of things. You're hunting treasure, like you're going off maps and things, right. but not, nothing I don't think was ever story driven. Like right. it was never a narrative thing that you were following. Like it was more like go here and find this thing and go here and find this thing and, or go fight this fort of skeletons or. Right. Um, um, so players are going to be able to adventure as either part of a crew or alone as the tales are designed to be replayed and enjoyed again and again. Um, there's going to be some new gameplay. There's going to be enchanted tools and artifacts to master new locations, uh, long lost journals and puzzles, like actual puzzle things that aren't just like walk 10 paces, dig here and maybe you get something. Um, fearsome new foes and dodge deadly traps in underground labyrinths. Um, it's also going to be voiced by professional actors. And it's going to be available to all players for free as part of the Sea of Thieves anniversary update. Like I said, April 30th. So It's a good time to be a pirate legend. Get in there it. and start working towards it. Seriously, do it. Just don't steal any real booty. <laughs> um, that's all your news. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Done with it? Cliff? I, yeah. <laughs> Nothing He's from not him. here. Um, all right. Up next, we have some questions. If you'd like to get, get a question to us, you can always drop it in our Discord channel. Send us an email. Send us a message on Facebook or any other way you can get in touch with us. So do that. Give us questions. And as always, we kick it off every week with that guy from Twitch. Hey, yo, Vinny. That guy. You poop. You poo? I called him poop. Oh. That's just been my thing lately. Okay. Just call him poop. <laughs> uh, Vinny wants to know or says sometimes it's easy, too easy to harp on the negatives in gaming culture. So, what are some characteristics of gaming culture that you're proud to be associated with? That's a tricky question. I don't. I'm trying to think of how much of gaming culture I actually think about. I don't. I don't. Well, maybe it's just so much a part. Like when you sit down and play games, you you don't really think about the things that you yeah. that you really like about it just because it's there. You like it, you know, yeah. and it's so easy to like you said, it's super easy to harp on the negative. But yeah. like when I sit down, I love watching um, I love watching Twitch streamers or Mixer streamers that are not necessarily I don't really care how engaging you are. But when you do engage, you're just a nice person right or you're a normal person you know or you're just you act like the average kind of person you're not there to shock you're not there to make fun of people right i think that's kind of my thing too is i like when it's just normal (laughs) like you don't have to be a gamer yeah you don't have to be a bro gamer you don't have to be Mm. a fighting gamer like you don't have to be anything specifically you can just be adam and i play video games Mm -hmm. like that's what i like because i've i've i don't think i've ever been that person where it's defined who i was because i think that's when people start becoming unlikable is when their thing defines them rather than them being defined by everything about them right um they become that thing that they are um and that's, I think, where all a lot of the nastiness comes from is when you kind of become this weird persona of yourself based on the things that you do um, rather than just being able to like something. Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, I think I like the community part of it. Like, we have built a 
strong, fun, friendly community. Like that is great. Um, I also like being, I like playing games with people. I like introducing people to games and I like teaching people how to play games. Like those are some of my favorite things to do. Um, that goes back to when I, I think when I played, um, Warhammer and I played tabletop miniature games and stuff and would go to the game store and, um, I formed a pretty good relationship with the manager there at the time. And, um, he was just so nice and welcoming to everyone that came in and made sure that they were okay, made sure they were having a good time, made sure they had everything they needed, make sure they were having fun and would teach them how to be better at that game. Um, and anytime like that kind of mentorship has presented itself in my life, I generally take a hold of that and I use it for all it's worth, like not in a negative way, but like that is information that you now have access to. So take it. Um, and I learned to be a pretty good tabletop miniature Warhammer player because of that. Like mm-hmm. he taught me some things and it went on and I was successful playing that game. Um, And since then, I think that's important to me, um, trying to figure out how to be better uh, about something and wanting to be better with people and improving and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I think it exists very much in video games as well. Oh, totally. Especially with all these like multiplayer video game experiences nowadays as well. So. Um, I one of the things I really like about it is uh, just like Extra Life in particular, like it's this huge event that's not limited seriously the one weekend like it's built up to this one weekend it's a year-long thing yeah it's a year-long thing but i really like it i mean i like that sense of taking this thing that you love and you get to do this thing you love and you also get to help kids and you help or or different children's hospitals in the in this awesome charity it's really really cool when you get to do something you love and help other people at the same time so that's really cool and and it's not just extra life because i see people doing little fundraisers all the time or taking you know their subscription money that they're earning for a certain x amount of time and donating it to a specific charity or a certain gofundme or something um so i really like how people have turned this into and what's great is you know that somebody on those Twitch streams has got that toxic kind of person who's watching them, who's given them money, mm-hmm. and you're taking that toxic turd's money and giving it to charity, <laughs> saying, hey, right. see what I'm doing? You're kind of a dick, but I'm giving your money right. to this thing you don't like. Right. But it's a good thing. So I, I kind of like that, too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot. I feel like there's a lot more good that comes out of the gaming community then it gets credit for just because the loud stuff is always so loud. And it's so much easier to zero in on those being so loud and so obnoxious that all the extra stuff, you miss out on it. But there's a lot of good stuff. And for proof of that, you should join our Facebook group. Yeah. it's pretty rad. Uh, it's Bite Me Podcast over on the Facebooks. Yeah? You found it? Good. Sure. Good job. Join. We'll approve you. Uh, thank you, Vinny, for that. Up next, Joe Coleslaw wants to know... <clears throat> Why are you coughing, Adam? That's not really his question. Uh, Joe Coleslaw wants to know, with dreams becoming more of a reality, and I'm thinking that he's specifically talking about the upcoming title for PlayStation called Dreams, which is a creation kind of, uh, I don't want to call it a game. It's almost like a, a productivity tool in a lot of ways. Um, he wants to know, what can you see being done given the time, effort, and experience of the creators? I don't even know what that means. So, um, did you ever play Little Big Planet yes. or any? Okay, so did Love you ever? Did you do any of the create your own levels no. or create your own world things? I, did, as much as I like the idea of those things, I don't care at all. Right. Um, did you ever play anybody's created levels no, or created worlds? Don't care. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> Dreams is from all from what I know about it, which is admittedly not much and admittedly comes from other podcasts that I've listened to and hearing them talking about it, talk about it. Um, it is a piece of software that is kind of like a Mario maker in a way, but instead of just making certain types of Mario levels, you're given this giant toolkit to which you can make music. You can create movies, you can create animations, you can create games, games within games. And it's all very, um, it's very detailed and very intricate. I wish I knew more about it. All I know is 
that there are a lot of, um, what is it, alpha type stuff that's currently way, way, way behind the scenes away from us uh, that's out there for people to test and to play and to use. And from what I've heard, it's insane what people have been able to come up with and do. So I'm interested in, in seeing it and what can I see being done with the time, effort, and experience? Um, I think that with Dreams in particular, it's not just like Mario Maker and just like Little Big Planet. I don't think it's going to come down to experience. I think it's going to come down to the creativity yeah. and the ideas that people have right. and so actually doing it. This seems to be, I'm going to try to compare it to other things like... Um, how much putting a camera on your cell phone created an opportunity for people to be photographers. Mm-hmm. Um, Apple creating uh, things like iMovie and um, I find Final Cut uh, Pro X, the, their newest version, it's very user-friendly. Um, it's they're, Maybe they're taking barriers away from what would keep the normal person like Adam or Dylan away from creating a game, right? You and I can't create a game right now. Uh-uh. We don't have the we don't have the know-how. Nope. Um so being able to take down the the hard part of and it, and it does stink being on the other side of that where you work so hard for years and years of your life to become good at something and know it and then this person comes out with something that totally bypasses all that education you had and like it happens to most yeah. i mean a lot of people in a capacity or another so but like industries. that's the evolution of everything right um so to me that is kind of it, this could be like the iMovie of making games and like there's things out there that exist like that right like uh, like RPG Maker or whatever. Totally. Like, there's things like that Mario where Maker. they allow you to make things with a <laughs> toolkit of other things. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe this is just uh, something like that. And what's cool about this, though, is Adam and Dylan might have a good idea and can actually make it a reality. And in a lot of cases, I think, I mean, it's something stupid as Flappy Bird was <laughs> and blew up so big that the creator was like, I'm taking this away from the world because it's out of control. Yeah. Um, like, that I mean, he knew some way to make a game, but like someone can have such a little idea like that that can really make a big impact, and that that's cool, and that's what these kind of things can do. Um, and something like this doesn't seem to be tied to Mario, for example. Like if you're making levels within Mario, you're not you don't get the chance to be 100 percent creative, right? Because you're making worlds within Mario, you're tied to Mario mm-hmm. the same way Little Big Planet. You're making things within those worlds and and content for those games specifically. For something like this, allows you to go outside of that a little bit, um, and you can have your own original dream and make that a reality. So, oh, I liked how you did. The, you tried it all back to dreams. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it'll be interesting. I'm curious to check it out. Um, I'm not going I won't to. Touch it. I'm not going to touch it necessarily right off the bat, but I'm going to, when I check it out, I'm going to watch people on Twitch. I want to see how people um, create these things. I want to yep. see how they take this idea they've got and kind of put it out there. Um, so, yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you for the question, Mr. Joe Coleslaw. Up next, we've got Angel Girl. And I don't remember the comment that inspired this. Do you? Yeah, what was it? I don't know. I can't remember now. I know I said, ah, I can't remember what it was. But anyway, inspired by me, because I'm so inspirational, um, I comment on this last week's podcast from Angel Girl. She wants to know, who are your top three celebrity crushes? Hers are David Tennant, good choice. Jason Momoa, overrated. Zachary Levi, he is from, I can't remember Zachary Levi where he's from, but I know I know him and I know I know the name. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, and she says, a.k.a. I'm attracted to dorky, nerdy men. Good call. Um, so, yeah. So, Angel Girl wants to know, who are your three celebrity crushes? Ryan Gosling, Tom Hardy, and Cillian Murphy. Wow. Okay. Those are your male crushes. Yeah. Do you have female crushes? Yeah. Okay. Scarlett Johansson, Margot Robbie, and Emily Blunt. Okay. Okay, I can. I get. I get that. I get that. Do I have to pick three female and three male? I mean, probably. Uh, that's just the six that came into my head. Right so now. instead of three, I'm going to pick four celebrity crushes, just because. 
But yeah. now I have, okay. Don't restrict me with your numbers. Right? So one of my celebrity crushes is going to be, or is, Pink. Okay. Pink, I don't know. She she does it for me. She's awesome. I think it's, she's so talented. Um, she could do anything. Right. Um, and she's gorgeous. And she flips upside down and sings at the same time. Yeah, that's pretty wild. That's pretty and awesome. It sounds at least okay. Mm-hmm. At least okay. At least okay. 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 I had to pause it there for a second because I had to really think about this because I didn't want to just rattle things off. Yeah. Okay. So. Number two. Oh, and then there's that one. Man. Okay. So we're going to have a few more than I planned. And there's ties. Except for number one. And number one's going to surprise everybody. Okay. So. Number two. So there was pink. Okay. Okay. Tied for the next place is going to be um, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Okay. And Chris Evans. Okay. They're the same person. Not really. Pretty much. Not not so much. I close my eyes and I picture the same person. Well, they're not. They're just yeah. not. <laughs> For very different reasons. Okay. Um, so because Ryan Reynolds is just hilarious. Everything he says is as stupid as some of it is. I just he makes me laugh so, yeah. so very much. Um Chris Evans, on the other hand, he is just like hot. <laughs> He's just hot. That's all there is to it. He's just hot. Um, tied for second place, just because I love the show so much. Were and those I, all tied for first? There's no tied for first. No, third, I meant. Were those yeah, all those tied were for tied third? for third. So, so the, Pink, Chris Evans. Well, pink oh, fourth. Pink is fourth. Pink okay. is fourth. Pink is fourth. Pink is fourth. And there's Got Chris it. Evans, Ryan Reynolds, tied for third. Tied for second, we have Zach Braff and Donald Faison. So Chris and Turk, or Tur- uh, Chris and JD. Turk and JD. That's funny. From Scrubs. I love them, and I love that show, and I love their friendship so much. Ugh. You're hot for their friendship? I kind of am. I kind of am. I get But, it. I mean, I do love me a nerdy dude, but I also love, like, a jock who's smart and can do things like surgery. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> totally into it. Now, my number one He plays celebra- a mean game of operation. Right? Oh, and there's an episode like that, actually. Yeah, it's it's terrible. Um, this is the worst segment. We've done, or I've ever had I w- to do. My part was Yours strong. was great. Mine I, is terrible. I was, pre- um, I was prepared. I was not. Because I, I was very, very busy today. My number one, without a question, are you ready for this? I don't know if I am. Well, I'll, I'll are, know if I'm ready afterwards. You're sitting down, so that's good. Steve Carell. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> part of me, like, I could have, I think I might have been able to guess that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Maybe. By giving me a hint that it was something you wouldn't expect, I think I would have gone there. He is so not any, and I've told, I can't remember who I told that. I think I've told people I've dated that, like you had the celebrity crush, you have that, you know, the, you get a pass for who mm-hmm. uh, discussion. And when I said Steve Carell, I just got laughed out of the room. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I said that to my mom once. You wouldn't need a card. That's the point, right? Yeah. 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 I think I mentioned it to my mom and she was like, are you, are you serious? Are you, are you stupid right now? Um, but no, so Steve Carell, I mean, he's a, he's a great actor. He's funny. He is funny. You can make me laugh. You can. That's it. That's all that's, you need. That's all. Well, that's not Gotta all hit your funny I bone. Need. That's it. Yeah. Like you have to be able to genuinely make me laugh with you, not at you. Let's, let's clarify. Okay. So yeah, there you go. There's that long convoluted dumb list that I had to come up with. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Ask for three. Here is five. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, Plus that's one. fine. <laughs> All right, Angel Girl. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> Man Socks, another important question. What's your favorite Star Wars movie? Okay. Mine First, is Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. Yep. Favorite one, period. Yeah. That was that. Yep. <laughs> uh, reasons? Any reasons in particular? Um, I actually like them in the order they came out, honestly. I didn't like the Four, prequels. five, six, one, two, three. Seven, eight, eleven, fourteen, whatever. Hup, like hup. literally, each one I like less than the one that came before it. So that's see, my I list. really liked the 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 new trilogy that they started. I actually enjoy it. They're okay, I really but like I like all the other six better than seven. And then oh, I honestly okay. haven't seen eight, so I liked it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, uh, well, thank you, man. Socks. Episode four is the best. Um, yes. Oh yeah, Star Wars: just, New Hope. It is the yeah. classic. Story that's what I want to watch. Um, Empire is also good, but I I really it. liked how it, that movie just like it starts in the middle of the story mm-hmm. and it ends with a kind of 
kind of resolution. Right. Like they didn't they didn't need to. Right. They didn't it, need it, to. It, 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 the movie itself stands alone because it was meant to. Right. It was meant to be Star Wars, and then they're like, "Well, this is a universe, so we can make more stuff." Um, yeah. So now we'll call it Episode Four and put five and six afterwards and one, two, three, and then seven, eight, eleven, twelve, and then you know the whole history about that whole franchise. Like the original? Ish. Did you learn? Okay, because I'd be curious to know more about it. Yeah. Well, there you go. Thank you, Mansox. Star Wars. Yep. Episode four. Best one ever. Period. Okay, time for another round of This, this or that. that. Round three. Three. From Eddie Spaghetti. Eddie Spaghetti. And we've only got two. Are we whittling them down now? Is that is that the, the, I don't the brackets? Know. I don't know. Closing in? Okay. We'll find out when we start seeing more, right? Right. Let's let's do this then. This or that round three. We don't know Cliff's answers, so I do. Oh, you do. Oh, okay, good, good. I good. do now. Okay, so up uh, first, puppies, puppies versus or Bruce Lee. Um. So are we going based on? Or we just need to puppies. I think I have to go with puppies. Yeah. I mean, Bruce Lee can kick puppies' butts, but I don't think Bruce Lee would do that. Uh, well, the thing is, he might. So, either he he wouldn't do that, or if he did, everybody would really hate him. Yeah. So we got to go with puppies. Could puppies also won't... picked puppies. Oh, see, we win. I, I, if you can win this game, I don't know. I don't know. Um. Okay. Cool. So for the second part of this week's this or that round three, we have George Washington and gummy bears. Um. I'm going with gummy bears. Cliff said gummy bears. Yes. So my vote doesn't matter. Aw, uh, what was your vote? Um, I don't really know. I do really like gummy bears, specifically the Albanese brand with the little A's on their bellies. Those are the best one. I found them at Grocery Outlet one day, and they're pretty great. I like that. Um, George Washington is on the $1 bill, though. Yeah. That is a big deal. It's a very big deal. So do you like the, are they, how do you pronounce it, Haribo, Haribo? I'm not a big fan of Haribo bears. Are they They're too, too hard. Yeah. I want my gummy bear, gummy. bear to be gummy. I didn't realize just how I want how them to stiff. be soft. They're yeah, very. I, I didn't realize how like. I bet if you set them out in the sun for a while, they'd be great. Yeah. But I don't want to do that. I got some That's what I'm telling you. Week? Get the Albanese brand gummy bears. Basically any store brand gummy bear is good too. Yeah. I mean, they all, they're all versions of the same thing. They're just not super, super hard. Like, yeah. Those, yeah, they, they kind of put, too put me off. I also love gummy anything. PTOs, Apollos, gummy, gummy lifesavers, gummy sharks, gummy frogs, gummy Swedish fish? octopuses, Did you say Swedish fish, Swedish fish mm-hmm. sour versions of all I, of those things. Sour versions, well, maybe once in a while, all the time. <laughs> um, well, cool. Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, what's ne- so? What is it next week? Going to be gummy bears versus puppies? I don't know. <laughs> That's a really hard choice. That's going to be really difficult. Aw. I can eat gummy bears. I can't eat puppies. Oh, but both of them make you feel good and smile. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Thank you, Eddie Spaghetti, for another round of this or that. We are going to wrap it up with some cheap free games. If you uh, have an account over on the Epic Store, you should. Epic Store. If you... <laughs> There's nothing really epic about it. Epic Store. It's epically not I know, it's... curated. Like, it's epic epically... is a great name for games until you make the Epic Store and you're like, uh, well, that's. Seems excessive, right? The like, store is a small digital store. It's not. There's it. not even a lot of floor space. <laughs> like and I'm expecting, not. just vast high ceilings, and oh yeah, and but it's not. Nope. The Epic Store should be like the Library and Beauty and the Beast. It should just be this giant right. thing, or the Page Master, not. or the what? Page Master. See, I need to see this. The Macaulay Culkin movie. Nope, never seen it. Where he t- slips on a paint puddle. And then it's taken into the different stories. Oh, no, I never saw it. Oh, it's fantastic. Really? I mean, as a kid. Oh. <laughs> if you well, all watch child. it with nostalgia, it'd probably be good. You might, you might still like it. it. It was one of the early movies that did the, I'm not going to say one of the first necessarily, but an early movie that did live action and animation together. I think. Or it was like a hybrid movie. So. Oh. Like, Macaulay Culkin is animated in part of the movie. Oh, 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 like, okay. I can't remember if they actually do, like, live action and animation, or once he's in the stories, if it's all animated. I can't remember, but um, it was kind of neat. Like, he goes into the stories, and now it's, like, animated Macaulay Culkin. Oh, weird. Hanging out with the books. 
Huh. Like he has horror, adventure, and fantasy. Those are the three other characters, and they're literally books with legs and arms. Like one looks like a pirate. He's adventure. This and then sounds crazy. There's like the fairy, and then horror looks kind of like Frankenstein's monster, but as a book. It's, I love the movie. I think it's it's really neat. It's a really cool movie. I don't know. I don't know if an adult watching it now would like it. Right. I think I would still like it. Um, but it's a random watch tangent. It. Watch the page master. Random sidebar. Um, anyway, over on the Epic Store, which is not epic quite Epic Store. Not quite Epic. Uh, you can pick up Transistor through May 2nd for free, I'm assuming. Free dollars. Free is my favorite kind of dollar. Um, also, a really, really, really great game that has been around, I'm going to say, probably for a solid eight years at this point, maybe yeah. longer. Um, I think originally came out on Android. Maybe. Uh, it's called I World played it of on Goo. Wii for the first time. That's, oh, really? Yeah. Has it been around that long? Yeah, I downloaded it on my Wii, which is cool because you could point it at the screen. Yeah. Maybe yeah, that's that where cool. it I don't. Started. I honestly don't know where it started, but World of View is great. It's super fun. Yeah, and it's free right now. Free dollars. dollars. On the Epic Store? Yeah. May 2nd. We, so we still have to wait yeah, a couple weeks. on May 2nd. It is almost May. Through though. May 16th. Whoa, it's almost May. Which is funny, because I'm pretty sure I've got World of Goo on my Switch, or not my Switch, on my phone. I got it on my iPad slash yeah. iPhone. I've got it there. I've got it on my Android. I know that I had it on my Wii U. I'm pretty sure it came in multiple Humble Bundles, so I think I've got three or four copies of it there. And I think it was a PS Plus game at one point. Probably. So yeah. I've got it's it. Been out a long time. So. Yeah, I've got it twenty times over. So if you're one of the few people who doesn't have this game, uh, you can get it starting on May second through May sixteenth on the Epic Store. World of Goo. World of Goo. In Epic Store. Hmm. Um. Okay. I think that's all we've got to talk about. We made a podcast. We did. Arguably. Well. Yeah. yeah. We'll go with that. That's like when I make dinner. You could call it that. <laughs> you could call it food, but we also call it poison. Um, I think that's it then. Yeah. So we we're done. It. We're going to go, um, beat the boss called put this floor in Adam's house. The fridge. Yeah. The boss fight tonight. Fridge. <laughs> should we, should, we should live stream it on mixer. Like yeah. <laughs> flooring install dot, dot, dot boss fight. You could like Facebook live it on our, our on the, our group or whatever. Oh, right? that'd be funny. Can and we can have the boss I would, level. I'll leave my dog. I like. I won't put Dart in the basement. Like she can just. She can be the random character. <laughs> <laughs> like you kick her out. No, out, out, out. And we get three. You know, a few more inches of the fridge out, and then she respawns and comes charging yeah. back in. <laughs> oh, that could be fun, but I probably won't do it because no, I want to get it done. Want to get it done? Yeah. Um, thank you for listening to our show this week. You can always find us. Um, on your favorite podcatchers. So we've got Stitcher, we've got iTunes, we've got Spotify. Uh, you can also listen to us, uh, Podcast One, duh. We love them. So make sure you find us on all those platforms and follow us there as well so you can keep up with all the latest shenanigans. Don't forget patreon.com slash bite me podcast if you'd like to support our show that way. You can also jump over to our website, bitemepodcast.com slash humble. And that will take you to our affiliate page with Humble Bundle. And every purchase you make through there, we get a little something, something. But more importantly, you're helping out charity. So do that. Super, super good. Uh, So do that. What else? On social media, we're just Bite Me Podcast. B-Y-T-E Me Podcast. Uh, Yeah, join our Facebook group. It's a lot of fun. Everybody's really cool. I'm trying to be more active in the Discord channel. Um, I'm working on a little thing that I started talking about in the Discord channel last week. and yeah, once I've got more of the details on that kind of laid out, I'll talk about it more here on the show and we'll see what we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Should be fun. Should be interesting for a lot of people if you're looking to save money. It'll be a fun little experiment. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. All right, cool. So thanks for listening and we will be back next week with episode 127. Until then, bye.